Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Sometimes we gotta lovingly stay in our own damn lane. (laughs) Being on the spiritual and healing paths, I had to learn discernment with always trying to help others. This was and is a lesson I'm still working with. For many of us healing and awakening, it helped us find our voice. And that's beautiful. We love that. But what I've also learned, sometimes painfully, (laughs) is that there is also a wisdom and a power in shutting the hell up. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so true. And something to try to help you decipher the difference that's been really making a huge impact on my day-to-day interactions, I'll share with you. So like, here you go. (laughs) Did you know that a partial reason I started making content at all was messing up in other people's content pages. (laughs) Yep. I was in the beginning stages of awakening and healing, or as I like to refer to it as my uh, Captain Save-A-Soul phase. (laughs) Before I started posting my own content, I was healing a ton of my own trauma crap, and I commented on a post that was super angry and resentful of his abusive caregivers for how his life looks now. As most of you know, I check a ton of the big T trauma boxes from growing up. And I was like, oh, 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 wait, let me tell him (laughs) how I helped get myself out of that hellhole. Yes, that's a great idea. Definitely gonna work. Uh, Yeah, as you can imagine, he totally lashed back out at me and that I didn't understand and he doesn't owe anyone forgiveness. They owe him an apology. You get the picture. We went back and forth a couple of times calmly because I was healing, but I still wasn't listening to my inner guidance quite yet. And I think I needed to learn that by this happening. We were on two totally different ways of perceiving life, which I didn't have the complete awareness of at the time. My heart was in the right place. I wanted to set him free like I did myself, but it doesn't work like that. (laughs) I then realized that instead of trying to change everybody else's mind, I could just get brave and share my own damn thoughts on my own damn page. (laughs) And here we are. And what I noticed was that after that exchange, I was exhausted, like physically exhausted. Like I can remember sitting in the chair like, oh my God, like what did I just do? How many times do we spend our energy on shit that's not even worth paying for? (laughs) Like the phrase, paying attention. We've heard that phrase forever, right? We use it all the time, but I had been trying to be more mindful of the meaning of that phrase. It doesn't sound very serious, but we most definitely feel the energetic repercussions of it. And I have something for you to try that's been helping me decide what's worth the price. Because of the crazy way my brain works, I wanted to know where the phrase even came from. And there are a few different sources, but one that I found to be the most interesting 
was that in Hebrew, to pay attention is lasim lev. I'm sorry if I butchered that pronunciation, but it means to set your heart to it. When I heard it put like that, I was like, oh, if I pay attention to something, I am setting my heart to it. That sounds way more intense. (laughs) Like, no, like, doesn't that sound like way more involved? So maybe that is why we feel drained when we pay attention to stuff that doesn't truly resonate. So here is the new thought process that has been messing me up, (laughs) which tells me that it's working. Picture that at the beginning of a day, you have a stack of dollars, right? Every time you give your attention to something or get involved in someone else's stuff, you are handing out dollars. You listen to someone complain. Okay, cool. You, you're giving them a dollar to hear that. Is that good? Are you okay giving them a dollar to hear them complain? If you give advice. Okay, awesome. You good giving them $10 for that? Money is another form of energy, right? And if you are out of money, you feel depleted. Now, let's say you've done some self-care, meditation, breath work, etc. Add $10 to your stack. If you have the extra money and you're feeling generous, then give the energy where you see fit. It's about watching if you are giving money out all day long. You'll have no reserve left over for something popping up because this is life and that happens. And that's when we can feel dysregulated out of nowhere, right? Because you've been giving too much all day long as it, as it was. It makes me stop and question if I would literally pay to be a part of that thing. Um, spoiler alert, most times it's a no, or at least a not right now, which brings up the next thing. Okay, Christina, I like that idea. How do we do that in real life without appearing or feeling like an asshole? (laughs) Okay, first, I try to ignore the things that I don't have a direct connection to, like paying attention to the news, outside conversations that are not directed at me, etc. When you are actually approached, sometimes I only have enough dollars to listen and not help. And sometimes I don't have it for either. And I need to be honest about that and preserve myself above all others so that I stay a loving person and not a dysregulated mess. (laughs) If someone calls me or messages me and I would feel pulled because I'm already doing something else, because that happens a lot, right? I let them know that I am in the middle of a few things at the moment. And I ask if they can give me a little bit of time or do you need a quick answer right now? That has helped a lot. Another one that has helped. I have used this phrase lovingly, especially with family, 
my baby sister who asks me for a lot of advice, which I love, but sometimes I don't have the bills to cover the cost. I'll say, hey, I know this is an important thing for you and I want to hear you fully, but right now I can't give you the attention I'd want to give you. Can we talk about this later? It feels different, right? I validate the other person and I let them know that my non-response right now is because of me, not them. And here's the kicker. And their response to that is on them, not me. See how that works? Because I have given a loving boundary with good intentions. However they take it, that's, that's on them. I have found that when we pause and wait to respond, there is a wisdom and a power that comes through. And I think using the real world way of equating the energy that you give with money helps you decipher and process the pause. Would you pay for that? That we can wrap our heads around, right? Which may shut down some not so worth it exchanges to open you up to much more fulfilling exchanges. Let me know what you think of my little idea. I hope that you have found this to be helpful and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I want you to stay abundant, my friends. Sending you so much love. I'll see you on the next one.